going to do a message today because I was talking to the Lord about what I should do and he instructed me to play. And so I thought, great, I'm not going to do message. I'm not going to do ministry. I was going to actually not really, I usually put on some makeup just because I like it. (laughs) But I was having a fun time and I thought, my God, I'm put together. Um, And I am so happy about play that I have to share it. (laughs) <laughs> so we've got some fun plans today. We're going to go see the Spider-Man movie and have a bite to eat and just we're going to play. But uh, I wanted to share the play. So here I am. Yay. Uh, so we're going to talk about a God of play. Um, wow, this is really a, you know, not something I did well. And I remember one of the tragedies uh, that my mom used to um, talk about is when she was a little girl, you know, she grew up and literally World War II was happening in her backyard. Uh, she grew up in Germany um, and like, say, in, in Great Britain, um, the parents would send their kids to the country um, so they wouldn't get bombed and killed. Okay. And a lot of them would stay in the city because that's where they could earn a living. Uh, wow. Isn't it amazing? We are so the same. Uh, and making one another enemies is like it's a demonic thing. Um, so I don't know. There's a better way. And, uh, and we need to explore that um, and love one another as Christ commanded us to. Um, and I know it's complicated. So Uh, I'm not going there. But one of the tragic things is she didn't learn how to play. Life is just too serious. Um, And society had broken down. Mores had broken down. We had a lot. Oh, my God, we have family dysfunction. Oh, Jesus. Um, And so, you know, when you're serious and traumatized or whatever, you don't play. And that's when children are not healthy. Um, And so that was very sad. And um, I I remember one time as, you know, because my mom was like that, um, uh, there were things she enjoyed. So it wasn't like she there was nothing she enjoyed, but play was not a thing. And I grew up in a very serious performance thing uh, as well. So the play was kind of beaten out of me as well. Um, but I remember one time as a little girl, I had my Barbies all set up and I think I was doing like a Barbie wedding. Um, it was great. And I was so excited. My mom came up and she said, yes, um, you know, let me play. And, and I, oh my God, I was so excited. I, I never remember honestly once my mom really playing with us. As I said, it's not her thing. And, um, and I remember she got really agitated. She put on like a, a dress or something. And then she was so agitated and she was like, okay, is that good? And it was almost like, did I perform the play? And it was, I, I remember feeling hurt, but I also, for me, 
because I was so excited that my mom was going to play with me. Um, and let me tell you, my mom was lovely. There were so many things, but this was just an area of injury, right? For her and but I also intuitively was sad not just for me because my mom didn't know how to play and it was like a stressful performance thing and it probably was a triggering thing right so you know that's what happens when we have unresolved play and so that at uh, pain uh, and and so play can be a painful thing or an alien thing or a triggering thing when you weren't allowed to play and it brings up pain right? And so if that's you, I'm sorry. Uh, but God is about the business of restoring uh, the child in us, restoring the child in us. So, you know, children trust. And when children trust and feel safe, they play. This is what they do. Uh, and so he's at to restore that. So if that's an area of pain for you, and I know it's not for a lot of people, and if it's not, you won't be able to relate to that. But I'm just asking you to stretch and have compassion because there's a lot of people that this really is a thing. And of course, because I do coaching, I have a skewed um, perspective. I, I get that. Um, do wholeness coaching. And then, uh, you know, plus because of my own background, right? Everything was so serious. It just beats the crap out of you and you learn. And if you're not safe, you're not going to play. Uh, you know, it's just, it's sad and it's tragic. But for those of you who didn't have a childhood or had a traumatic childhood or had, you know, a mixture, most of it's mixture. Um, you know, God is about to restore that child in you, or maybe the many areas of children in you at different ages. Um, and then also the ability to play because we really do grow up into, uh, childlikeness. And I recommend, I did a, uh, an interview with Larry McKnight a while back and you can, uh, look at that because he's talking about growing up in childlikeness. And that would be, if you want more, go back to that interview, uh, on the podcast. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's really good. I should probably just have him back. Woohoo. But. I want to minister what God has been ministering to me in this place of pet play because there's so much joy and laughter. And, you know, uh, you know, I relax. God, one of the things that surprised me the most about God is he's so relaxed. I mean, I like, God, don't you know, we have COVID and the sex trade thing and we're turning into a communist socialist world and we're killing each other and don't, and I'm, my so-and-so is cancer. Well, okay, I get that, but he's not freaking out, okay? It's not like he doesn't have compassion. But, you know, he's so masterful, and he knows the end from the beginning. He knows his capacity to redeem and restore. When he says beauty for ashes, you know, we, we say that, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a great book, Joyce Meyer, high five. But you know what the thing is? If you think of ashes, that's complete destruction. And he not only restores but he beautifies. And that's part of my book, Redeeming Beauty. So probably this will make it in there somewhere that I'm writing. It'll get there eventually. <laughs> so keep your little ears. That's going to be great when it's out. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about this play because God told me, yeah, I want you to play today, but I'm having so much fun. This is playful and I hope you're having fun listening to it um, and just starting to rejoice. And I just encourage you to let that little child, there's little children in you that want to play. And it's so healing and so restorative. And you know what? That's productive. For all us like productive, task-oriented people, 
it is incredibly productive to relax and play. You know, my husband's really good at playing. It's really sweet. I just see such a little boy in him a lot and it's, he's adorable. Um, and, uh, you know, so like he's got his like Nintendo and blah, blah. And, and he's like, he has, he's such a great time. And I know the things that just, he loves that. And he's always been better at that than me. And so I'm learning. Yay. And you can learn too. And if you're good at it, woohoo, high five. Um, and let's all play. So, but let's talk about this God of play because, oh my goodness, you're in his image and likeness. So play is in you. And God actually is childlike, you know, in, um, in unspoken sermons, which I so recommend the Roland Hines edition. It's still a really hard read because this is, um, he's from Scotland and it's in the 1800s, but man, is it good. So, um, uh, but it talks about one of his, his earlier, um, uh, uh, sermons, um, was about God as child. Really interesting. That will challenge you. Um, and I would need to delve more into that to, to minister on it, but this is what I want to minister on. Uh, Romans, uh, sorry, Romans. I usually go to Romans. I saw eight. I thought Romans because I preach of that. No, we're talking about Proverbs 8, <laughs> 22 through uh, 31, Passion Translation. Okay. So this is wisdom from the beginning. Okay. This is God before time and in creation. Oh, this is so great. You're going to love this. You ready? Okay. Um, verse 22. In the beginning, I was there for God possessed me even before he created the universe. From eternity past, I was set in place before the world began. I was anointed from the beginning before the ocean's depths were poured out and before there were any glorious fountains overflowing with water. I was there dancing. Even before one mountain had been sculpted or one hill raised up, I was already there dancing. When he created the earth, the fields, even the first atom of dust, I was already there. When he hung the tapestry of the heavens and stretched out the horizon of the earth, when the clouds and skies were set in place and the subterranean fountains began to flow strong, I was already there. When he set in place the pillars of the earth and spoke the decrees of the seas, commanding the waves so they wouldn't overstep their boundaries, I was there close to the creator's side as his master artist. Daily, he was filled with delight in me as I playfully rejoiced before him. That's his job, dancing and playfully rejoicing. I laughed and played, that's your job, so happy with what he had made while finding my delight in the children of men. And that's your God. See, God is so secure and has got it. He can play, delight, laugh, create, dance. 
because that's who he is. That's who love is, right? That's what joy is. That's what original innocence is. That's what restored innocence is. Yeah, you being restored back to childlikeness. And that means those children in you, they're not scared anymore. They're not on shutdown. They're not uh, feeling rejected or shamed. They're not feeling traumatized. They're not uh, terrorized. They're not um, shut down. They're not rejected. They're not abandoned. They're not abused. They're just happy little kids doing what happy little kids do, which is one of the reasons we love little kids because number one, they're themselves. And they just do what kids, oh, their job is to play. And that's how they learn. That's how you explore. That's the wonder of creation. And we get to explore and play and laugh and dance. And even if we're not dancing well or exploring well, yeah, we're just having fun. What a concept. And that is productive. Ha. You know, it's interesting that Adam and Isha, later to be named Eve, the woman, um, in the Garden of Eden, were number one, were naked. Hi, I'm here. This is me. And unashamed. Well, because that was a foreign concept. And so their job, oh, that's such a cool animal. What are we naming that? And it was tending the garden. You grow. Ooh, can you produce another flower? Ooh, yummy. Yes, more of that. What is that? Ooh, let's name it, you know, and we'll have some of that, right? And so that was their job. Um, and in that, they got to play, delight, dance. They got to be fruitful and, 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 um, would eventually multiply because that was intrinsic in them. But seriously, there is no one to heal, no trauma to recover from, no inner healing work or five-step program or 12-step program or one-step pro, whatever the steps are, <laughs> right? Um, there was no one to pray for. Uh, there was no one to, nothing to deliver. There was nothing to raise from the dead. And so they could walk in the cool of the day and just enjoy it was the garden of delight the garden of pleasure and oh my goodness don't you think god was rejoicing delighting in all he created and especially finding his delight in the children of men yeah and that's you he still does but I'm just saying we were made and wired to play. That's when we're truly ourselves, truly authentic, and we're laughing, and we're not uh, rehearsing, we're not filtering, we're not trying to, is that the right thing? Should I do this? Can I do this? How can I work it out? What are people going to think? How can I say this? So I don't, I'm, you know, all the eggshells I'm walking on. Oh my God, I broke another eggshell. I mean, all of this, okay? Um, that's our original design. And so that is hugely productive. And let me just say, when you're relaxed and you're at peace and you're joyful, that is when you are in creative zone, baby, and you hook on it. Wow, oh my goodness, that looks just like your creator who also was laughing and playing and dancing and having fun, right? That is 
so God. And it's an aspect of God we really don't study that much about. But let me just say this. It's an aspect of God that we need to get revelation of because he is relaxed and he is playful. Um, And, uh, you know, it's interesting. A lot of times when I minister to people in their places of real childhood, like mass are shut down, um, God appears in incredible ways. And so sometimes when we're doing kind of like the presenting Jesus part, I'm sorry, I'm make, making a little fun of a, I'm making a little fun of methodology, not the method. So, you know, when there's like, when we're like, okay, you need to encounter Jesus in order to get healed. Okay, right. And so I'm doing that, which is good, right? It's not, it's nothing wrong, but it is fascinating to see how he shows up. And um, a lot of times he shows up in really unusual ways. So I was just ministering to someone yesterday and they, um, this little child part was, was on lockdown and, I, you know, and had a lot of religious abuse as well as all, all manner of mess. Um, and Jesus presented as fire with rainbows in it. And, um, and as a puddle, she could splash in. Yeah. You know why? Because number one, it's not religious. If, if, if Jesus came as Sunday school, Jesus. Yeah. I already know that one. I don't like that one. Right. Trigger. Right. But, Ooh, I've never seen fire with rainbows in it. That's cool. And you get to play with it. Right. Right. And it's spinning around, it's dancing. And then, oh, you get to be a puddle. Why? Because puddles are fun and you splash with puddles. And it probably made Jesus laugh to be splashed. (laughs) Right. See, our God is creative. I know one, um, I won't go into details, but I had another client, uh, massive satanic ritual abuse. I mean, yeah. So anyway, um, and one of the healing things that God did for her with our little parts, all the little children and teenagers and things like that, in healing her, um, they just had a um, like this huge picnic, all these different parts on their little own um, blankets and things. Um, and they had like a three-piece Kentucky Fried Chicken meal, complete with all the fixings. Why? Because that ministered to her heart. So God will present whatever will minister to your heart so that you can play. And it, and, I, and he brought kittens and puppies. <laughs> Why? Because we love kittens and puppies and we need to be childlike. Um, we need, we need that. We need that. That doesn't mean you don't take responsibilities. You know what? There's really no such thing as the word responsibility in the Bible. Um, that's actually called a mm, burden. Now we are responsible for stuff, but there's a grace on it because we're yoked in to the one who loved us and gave himself up for us. And we realize that he does 99.9999% of the heavy work. And we do 0.0001% in yoke, in union with love that casts out fear and takes on the heavy burdens. He is the burden remover. Come all, to, come to me. All you are heavy and heavy laden, right? And I will give you rest. And you can rest. Ooh, 
Oh, and you can play. One of the translations in the Amplified Version brings that I will rest, ease, refresh. I will give you rest, ease, rest, rest, um, rest, ease, um, refreshment, and recreation for your soul. We need to play. (laughs) We need to recreate. And you know, the word is recreate is recreate. And so we get to recreate in whatever, not all of us are great, like artists the way, but we're all artists because we are creative. So what that looks like, you will look like that's in you. It may be dormant. It may be underdeveloped, but it's in you. Have fun. Draw in the lines, draw outside the lines, draw new lines, create your own lines, create your own color combinations, have a fun time, right? Because God delights in you. He, that's where he finds his delight. Now, he's got delight everywhere, right? But oh, greatest finds delight in you. You know, um, uh, Jesus once said to me, Holy Spirit, Papa, said to me, Catherine, because I needed healing. You are the fabric of my delight, right? And that word poem, uh, you are his workmanship, his poetry is the word workmanship is, is the word poetry because you could only be expressed as a poem because you're that expansive, mystical, undefinable, well-definable. You're just too much to be a scientific project. (laughs) Um, You're greater than the sum of your parts. All of that. But that word poetry means a fabric. It's a fabric, a thing made. And you are the fabric of his delight. You are the fabric of love. And as that, you can be secure and let him minister that to you. It's going to take some ministry. And in that place, yeah, you can do your job description, which is play where you recreate with him and you delight and you explore and there's wonder and you can trust your faith works because you're loved. And so automatically stuff, the blessing that is on your life starts to pop out and manifest. And so there are times when as in the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God, we're little children. That's a manifestation. And sometimes we're kick butt and taking names and having rulership and dominion over their created realm, not over each other. Um, and, um, and we get to do that. We get everything. Because he that spared not his only son, how shall he freely not with him? Hmm, give us all things. Yeah. And you got it. And I and, and so exploring play in your life. So we're not so dang serious. Yeah, we know COVID. Yeah, we've heard it. Yeah, well, like talk to the hand. We get it. But in that, such a victory to be able to play in the midst. You're transcending the seed realm and you're connecting with the eternal Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Share it with someone who who needs it, needs to be encouraged, needs to be reminded, uh, needs healing in this area. We all need it, don't we? Uh, life can be rugged, but we're called to play. Yay. Love you guys. Have a fabulous day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. 
For additional information and resources, please visit katherinetoon.com.